going on, guys? Welcome to episode 104 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Innovator Series. Today, I welcomed a Toledo, Ohio artist. Uh, she's also an app developer of an app called The Creators Club, designed to help independent artists. Her name is Abby Sarabia. We talked about Abby's journey, first of all, starting off as an artist, uh, her journey through school, uh, and also has how she used her uh, tech background to develop The Creators Club app and the company she partnered with to get that off the ground and everything. We went in depth about the app, about how it's helping different independent artists and really just music artists in general uh, connect. It's almost like a social platform. You'll hear more about the kind of description and her rundown of it in the episode, and she goes more in depth about it. Um, we also talked about what she has coming up in the works, uh, dropping more songs and everything as an artist. And I really just loved our uh, discussion about artists taking matters into their own hands and really taking their careers into their own hands it really is a new era thanks to tiktok thanks to instagram all these other platforms uh, you can utilize those to gain connections and what abby's doing just making her own platform is a huge thing and i don't know if a lot of people have ever considered it or doing something along the lines of an app or something but uh, if you've ever you know thought about it listen to this episode here what abby has done and her experience it might help you out but really just if anything take away from this episode that you know you got to make you got to take the action today on your career and what you want to do and really figure out you know what do you want to leave behind for people because like we said in this episode life is pretty short and we really don't know when it's going to be you know time's up for us so we really got to start acting today um, but without further ado let's get into this one all right, welcome everyone to episode 104 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Innovator Series. Today we have an incredible innovator and an artist as well out of Toledo, Ohio. Uh, she's doing incredible things helping independent artists, uh, specifically with her app, The Creators Club. Abby Sarabia is here. How are you, Abby? I am super excited. I'm great, and I am stoked to be here and stoked to talk to you. Yeah. We talked a little bit about just how we got connected through social mm -hmm. media and just a tight network and um, super grateful to have platforms like this to yeah. be able to connect with other people. Yeah, and I appreciate you even for just getting back with me and being on the show because like we said, it's perfect timing, just the way our schedules are and everything right now and what we're doing. So to start off every episode, kind of have the guests give a bit of background, you know, how did you get into music? And I know, like I said, you're an artist as well. So how did like your love for being an artist begin? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a funny story because it wasn't something that happened like when I was a kid or like, you know, I grew up um, playing an instrument or anything like that. I was actually a basketball player um, my whole life up until uh, freshman year of college and I had an injury and I came back home. But what I discovered throughout high school is like, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, but I just had a different type of connection to music. Like for me, I felt like it did something different. And so I just downloaded like a DJing software and um, people started having me DJ their parties in high school. So I got like some experience with that. So when I came back home after basketball, um, I knew I wanted to pursue music and immediately that was my jump start into the industry is DJing. And DJing life was really, really rough, um, especially I was 19 years old, and um, I, I'm from I'm from Toledo, Ohio, so there's just a lot of sketchy shit in a lot of sketchy places, um, but I was just really determined to, to learn some more things, so 
after DJing for a few months, I saved up enough money to get some recording equipment and Logic Pro and started just recording in, in my mom's garage and learning and teaching myself everything. Then once I was like, all right, I'm kind of I'm kind of good at this. Um, I released my first single called Flip the Script in 2018. And um, that really catapulted me into into the game like heavily as an artist um i think with that single a lot of people also started to believe in me as well um and then you know throughout college you're poor you don't have a lot of time and you don't have a lot of just like extra anything to give and so my mind kind of went like business mode like okay how do i turn what i what i love to do which is music into a business and into something that is going to be able to help people and help artists um and after so long i wanted to create a platform that i didn't have as an artist which would provide education and community and networking opportunities and like you know real connections in the music industry so creators club happened out of that so yeah long story long-winded i apologize no. but that's really the lead up no because you kind of just covered like the next few questions kind of in one thing but i i love it because it's like you started that as an artist and everything and just kind of started that journey and then you realized like i can do more than just be an artist you know what i mean and that's i think a lot of people that's like a power that a lot of people have and they don't know they have it you know what i mean like when you're an artist and you can do your own thing but why not give back to other artists going through the same thing and for yeah. me i'm kind of curious for you because for me how I started like this podcast and everything was going through a lot of like BS with other people, like people trying to scam you, people trying to do all kinds of shit. Like the first two years of making music for me, I was just like, that's bullshit. And I can't stand people like that. So I'm going to do something that's organic and like help people out in that way. Did you ever go through those things as an artist too, and see kind of like people that were not in your best interest that tried to like take from you and like, did that inspire you too? I will go on record saying that knowing what I know now, the majority of people in the music industry usually don't have your best interests at, at heart. Um, they usually are, it's a business, right? So people usually see you as dollar signs or they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the beginning I had, a, I mean, from scammers to people who like, genuinely maybe wanted to help at first and then you know somehow things just fall through um but yeah like in the beginning getting scammed a lot with marketing professionals or you know back in 20 like 2016 2017 2018 that's like little pump era that's like super viral rapper era and so the importance on social media like the the fake followers the fake engagement things like that and so to answer your question 100 percent, i've gotten scammed for hundreds and hundreds i would say probably even thousands of dollars at this point and you know for someone like me that meant a lot you know for someone like me who is struggling to buy um rights to a beat to be scammed out of 200 bucks was like sometimes detrimental Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so that's exactly was a huge driving force behind creators club too because i want you guys to ask the club before you maybe do something sketchy or ask a experienced community of people before you invest in an avenue of your music so 100 percent yeah 
And I think it's great that you took that, those bad experiences and flipped it to something good and flipped it kind of to your advantage because you could have easily been like, no, nah, I'm kind of like down on myself now. And that kind of deterred your journey. But you used it almost as motivation to do this, what you're doing now and everything. So I think that's an incredible thing to do. And I kind of want to dig in now to the Creators Club. I'm curious, first of all, like how was it developing an app? Because a lot of people like they might not have experience in that. So did you like partner with anyone to figure that whole thing out? Was that all new for you, kind of just getting into that whole tech world and everything and getting it exactly how you wanted it? Like how was that journey? I will say um, I have a special, like I have an actual passion for digital marketing and branding. And so as it began, I'm just kind of techie and anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But throughout college, I love the branding. I love everything about it. I love social media and I love music. And so post-college, I wanted to create a branding e-course. That was really where my idea began from. And as I was like doing competitor research, I was like, this shit is annoying. Like, it's usually just like a male talking to me for eight hours. There's like really nothing, you know what I mean? Like you buy it, it's kind of just like a cold purchase. And I was like, there has to be something better. There has to be like in a more engaging platform. And through uh, lots of research, I found Mighty Networks. And so Mighty Networks is a host platform. How I describe it, it's kind of like Facebook groups, but on crack, right? And if you're in digital marketing, you know Facebook groups make money. Mm. And Mighty Networks is, is like that. Like it gives you the capability to build communities, but you have to be the one um, obviously giving it purpose and giving it value and providing the community for people. And so once I found Mighty Network, I was like, this is perfect. Not only can I build a whole entire e-course, but I can begin to host events. I can begin to have this super exclusive community that is very specific to our group. Um, and then, so for anybody who's watching and, and for you, if you ever want to create a community for yourself, you pay a monthly fee. I believe it's $98 a month. You get full access to, um, insane features, insane capabilities to build an online community. And the only thing is you would be responsible for like the branding, which I had in my favor. Cause that's what I do as a living. I do like the funsies little design aspect and I was able to like cohesively get it all together. But, um, anybody can build a community, anybody can build the network. But my biggest, uh, piece of advice is that it has to have value Mm. and you can have everything set up. Um, but if there's no value and there's like no engagement, it's not going to matter. So that's really where the efforts have to go outside of, establishing the platform and building it. So what do you think Creators Club brings to the table then? Because I know that you do have a lot of members and you got a lot of following and everything already. So how are you providing value over there? What are you providing to independent artists that uh, is going to really help them, you think? Mm -hmm. Um, Three things indie artists can depend, and not even indie artists. My vision for Creators Club, I want anyone who's interested in music. So even if you're a 65-year-old retired, you know, guy who's just getting into music as a hobby, I want Creators Club to be a place for you to also connect, right? Um, But 
three things. Number one, community. I want this to be a very specific place where musicians can meet like-minded people who are down to connect, who are down to network, who want to expand, you know, who they know and just really like for the love of and the passion of music, connect with people. Um, So connection is number one. Number two is education. And education comes in the forms of like different e-courses that we'll have, um, the biggest thing that we're doing right now is the special events with industry professionals. And that to me is so valuable because that's something I wish I really had. Like essentially you have the opportunity to get in a room, let's say this week, this Wednesday, we have the A&R from quality control. Her name is Claudia. Never in a million years could you have told me four years ago that I would be in proximity to the A&R at quality control. You know, mm. and so that is a huge, huge benefit for artists to join just to even ask questions, to introduce yourself, to establish that uh, connection and then, you know, build off from there. Who knows what mm. it could be? Um, so education and senses like that and then networking abilities. Uh, the, uh, one of the coolest features we have is that you turn your location on and then it kind of gives you a web of all different artists who are within your proximity. And to me, that's so cool because again, like thinking about the artists that I was, if I just had a tool where, where they showed me, you know, everyone who would be down to work with me or, or down to collaborate with me, um, that maybe would have changed the game, right? Like mm-hmm. that maybe would have... I don't know, that could have been the next hit song, that could have been the next door opener opportunity. And for people in smaller places like Toledo, Ohio, and anywhere outside of LA, Atlanta, New York, um, or Nashville, it's really important to have that accessibility to people and to education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I love all of it too, because it seems like an all-in-one platform. I admittedly haven't had the time to go check it out, but after this episode, I've really got to go check it out. I just followed the page and everything. I'm like, I haven't had time to dig in. But, like, I want to yeah. see, like, the whole thing. I love, like, the way that the interface looks and everything. And I kind of just want to get in there myself and see what it's all about. But I think it's just you're doing your part and providing just what you can to independent artists. And I can vouch for that whole, like, being from a small town thing. Because I'm in Ohio, too. I'm, like, near Canton, if you know where Canton is. Uh, yeah, and there's absolutely. It's like, um, there's like, especially when you're first starting out, it's like, who do I work with? Like, is there anyone around here that... I could collab with and sometimes like Instagram would help and things like that. But like what you're talking about, that's totally different. Like that, I don't, I haven't heard of anything that can provide that specifically for musicians too, to kind of just connect the dots, you know what I mean? And see if you can find people that match your sound and match your vibe and everything. So I, I really think it's, it's remarkable and I commend you for even just putting in that work. Cause that's a lot of work. I can imagine to just put that all together and, have it be effective because you, like I said, I can just tell that people are actually on there and they're utilizing it and following it and they really believe in what you're doing with it. So I'm excited to see like where it goes from here. Cause I, I can imagine you could take this even further. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for like the kind of words you, you honestly just like made me, <laughs> made my heart. Well, um, you're 100% right. Like the, the number one thing I wanted to do, you said it perfectly is connect the dots for artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I know there's like so much talent. I've personally came across so much talent, but people just get burned out because they don't know what to do next. They don't, 
you know what I mean? They just have the lack of support. And really, music is something that can, like, set a lot of people free if they're smart about it. Mm-hmm. I want this platform to help set a lot of artists free. And the cool thing now with musicians is like, we have more, we have, we, we have an opportunity for a more equitable music industry than ever before, right? Social media has changed the game for musicians and for the music industry in general. So now if you, doors are opening left and right. If you are just educated and you are to surround yourself around the right people, and of course you're talented and consistent, like that is just a recipe for success. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to see what artists make of this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And like I said, just keep doing it because who knows where it could go. I think it's only going to get better from here. So really, yeah, really thank- enjoy it. So I noticed that because I just started following you on TikTok a few, probably like a week ago. Uh, you're pretty prominent over there, like with your posts and everything and posting uh, advice for artists and stuff. How did you like, for you at least, because I know like when people are on TikTok, sometimes it's just about trends and stuff like that. I can tell you, like you just said about leading with value, you're being yourself on there. You're leading with value, trying to help people. Was that always like what you had in mind for being on that platform is just like, I'm going to do my own thing and just, it will attract the right people. Like, yeah. I think I knew in the beginning, I'm not going to lie. Well, l- let me go on record saying this. I was like a TikTok hater, like early 2020, you know, like those memes where it's like pre-2020 and you're like, I'm not getting on that silly ass app. Yeah. <laughs> and post-2020, everyone is like, that, that was me. Mm. Um, but as soon as I went on there, I really, as a new platform, as a digital marketer, I was just posting a lot to kind of see what would work. And me... I'm multidimensional, right? I'm, I'm an artist and then I'm also a digital marketer and then a, I work heavily in the music industry as well. So I was posting like within those three different niches and educational content just always does very well. Um, so the first three kind of viral videos I had was just explaining what had worked and what had what didn't work for me as an artist and then once I found how valuable that was actually for just anybody and like the comments and the feedback I was getting I was like oh like say less there's so much more I have to tell you guys and I also use TikTok as a vessel I I want to be a vessel of digestible information for people mm. um, I get both worlds I get that digital marketing jargon world and then I also get the artist um, simplicity world like creative like yo listen I don't want to know all that shit I just want to know what to do um, so my TikTok I think I was able to really um, mend the both of those worlds and, and that's why I find success with it on top of being one of the few females who give out music marketing advice on there. Um, and then also, like you said, just my authenticity, like I'm me, I cuss, I'm, I, I bullshit. And people enjoy that because it's authentic. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy that platform for, for that reason. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick minute out of today's episode to let you guys know about the sponsor for this summer, Cali Audio. Uh, Cali Audio has been around since 2018. They've been providing incredible audio products to music creators, producers, artists, pretty much everyone in between. Uh, shout out to Nate Bagley. I actually got in contact with him 
uh, earlier this year. He is the head of marketing over there, and he hooked me up with some LP8s, which I've been using. Uh, very great audio quality. Um, really excited to be able to finally have monitors for myself to be able to create, uh, especially being a producer as well. Uh, they're going to come in handy. I really recommend you guys go check them out. Uh, that's Cali Audio, K-A-L-I audio.com. You'll be able to see their full lineup of products. Very affordable, um, very great build quality as well. I'm very impressed with the LP8s. So I can imagine the LP6s and all the other monitors are very good quality as well. Um, so go check them out. And just wanted to remind you, we have a giveaway coming at the end of the summer in August. Um, where I'll be giving away a pair of the LP8s to one lucky contestant. And I'm looking forward to, you know, doing that and gifting the great sounds of Cali Audio to someone else. Um, because I think that's a really great thing to have, especially if you don't have monitors or anything. Once again, big shout out to them. Really appreciate them for even getting back in contact with me. Uh, so go check them out. Um, but for now, let's get back into the episode. I think that's because that to me is where it starts is with being authentic, because if you're not doing that and you're just trying to latch on to like the trends and everything and what everyone else is doing, it's probably not going to last very long. So I think think you have to have that understanding of being like, I got to still be me, even if I try and like do things that are going to get me more attention. It still has to be what I believe in and what I stand for, you know what I mean, as a brand and as a artist and everything. So I think you're, you definitely have that in mind and everything. And I saw one, I think it was maybe one or two videos. You were talking about uh, brand partnerships as an artist, like partnering with brands and how to do that. How do you think brand partnerships has helped uh, this whole journey? It could be with the Creators Club or you as an artist. Like, How has that helped you out the last couple of years as well? Yeah. Um, well, I, I have two things. Um, the first thing before the brand partnerships is like the authenticity piece. And I love to like really just go in depth on this subject a little more because Mm -hmm. when we look at like the landscape of musicians and we look at how many musicians have even, how many legends have committed suicide or have been addicted to drugs or alcohol. And like, I look back at that and I say to myself, it's because they weren't allowed to be authentic. They had to produce like a machine, Mm. right? They were a multi-million dollar business and it didn't really matter who they were because they had to perform and it it was out of their control, right? Mm. And so like that authentic piece, I think is so prominent in today's culture and like what we have the ability to do. We can be ourselves. We don't need a million dollar, billion dollar label pushing us anymore. Like we can be ourselves and be full sustainable musicians with a hundred thousand listeners a month. Like it's possible. And so I really appreciate you just like emphasizing the authenticity because that is where it starts. But you, you, you have to know yourself in this game and, um, you know, that's a whole nother topic, but number two brand partnerships in a sense of just like, marketing help a lot because they help build brand authority. So specifically with creators club, the first brand partnership we did was, um, distro kid and distro kid actually reached out to me for via my TikTok Cause they saw it was doing really well. And I was the one who kind of countered with a proposal like, Hey, this is actually what I do and what I'd love, you know, for us to come together with. And they loved it too. But 
now that I'm partnered with Distro Kid, it kind of has a nice ring to it, mm-hmm. right? Like Creators Club and Distro Kid, that that sounds pretty nice. And so that builds brand authority because you're collaborating with an already established brand. Same thing with like artist collabs, right? Like when an artist wants to collaborate with someone else, it's usually someone who's just a little bit more established, who has a little bit more of a following um, because that gives authority to you. Mm. I think yeah. I think the th- whole thing with that too, a lot of people forget is that it has to be, it's almost like a relationship, you know what I mean? Both sides have to benefit in some way. I think a lot of people just want to work with people just because of something they want. Well, you got to think about the other person too on the other side. What are they going to get from that partnership? You know what I mean? So sometimes people got to keep that in mind and just sometimes you got to wait your turn too. You know what I mean? Like you can't just jump right in and like get to it. But I, the way you described it, cause I don't, I don't remember like quote for quote, like how you were going about like saying how to get brand partnerships and everything. But I thought it was a great like analogy on how to do it and everything and the right way to do it and the professional way to do it and everything. Uh, So I think it's, I think it's just something great, but yeah, I, what you just said about the authenticity even before that, I think that was incredible. And thank you for bringing that up because it really is something that I think that's even just a human thing. You know what I mean? You could have any career out there, but if you are just doing it for money or because someone's in your ear constantly, it's like you are, it's not going to say it's the wrong path or anything. I don't want to tell anybody like what's right and wrong to them, but it's like, it's not healthy. You know what I mean? In the long run, you really got to be at peace with what you're doing at the end of the day and really be confident in yourself and you know, where you're headed. So I think all that together, uh, everything we just talked about, I think that was all great. Uh, And thank you for sharing that because that, that means a lot, I think to everybody. 100%. I think, I think, you know, like what musicians really have to do is we have to, I should, I always say musicians, but the shit that I say is actually very, um, like it's for anybody. Right. But for musicians, what you have to do is you have to like define what makes you happy. Um, if we let, and this is what's happened, this is what has happened in the past. I think it's, it's changing. We let society tell us what we define as wealth, which is bitches and cars and clothes and jewelry, right? Mm -hmm. And fame, long story short. And then, like I said, you get to that point and we see all these people who are still so unhappy because to them, that's not what wealth really is. For a lot of people, especially creative people, wealth is freedom. Mm-hmm. Wealth is, I can wake up in the morning, smoke a J, drink a coffee, go make some music, go paint, whatever it is. Like, that's freedom, not... I have to wake up, I have a music video from 5 to 11 p.m. and then a studio session and then a show and then a, like, you know what I'm saying? And so I think musicians, before we really like hone in on this life, what what does the ultimate dream look like? Because freedom might not look like a Ferrari. Yeah. And if you get those two things crossed, you're going to get that Ferrari and realize you're still poor, you know? Yeah. And that, that all goes back to uh, what they call the why. Like, what is your why? You know what I mean? Why are you doing what you're doing? Uh, and it goes back to what you were saying earlier about how thanks to, you know, technology and social media and stuff, the power is in our hands. We got to we can't forget that. You know what I mean? Like, it's a totally different time than it was 40 years ago. We got so much power now to do it how we want to do it and do something yeah. we're proud of. So definitely love that. Um, so 
I think another great question that I've been incorporating the last few episodes is if there was someone that wanted to do digital marketing or even be an artist or maybe do both kind of like what you do, what do you think you would tell them? Like someone with no experience, what would you tell them if they want to do what you do for a living? Number one, networking is everything. Um, I've skipped a lot of steps because I knew how to network professionally and still be myself. Mm -hmm. Um, getting in the right rooms is more important most of the time than what people know, unfortunately. Like, you know, that old saying, like, it's, it's who you know, not what you know. Um, that's facts. So if you ever get a chance to get in a room with somebody who you want to connect with, number one, like, go up to that person, say, hey, I know who you are. I would love to connect with you. Just wanted to say hello and introduce myself. My name is Abby. Like, people really sleep on that first introduction um, because it's flattering, right? Like, no matter who you are, if someone's just calm and, like, professional about it, it's like, oh, okay, well, let's talk later. You know, let me make my rounds and we'll talk later. That opens up the door for you. So networking and professionalism is number one. Number two is having a team of people who believe in your goal, whether that's a business, whether that's your your music, whatever it is. If you can get two or three people who are like really ride or die and really see that vision, I'm telling you that is like the complete catalyst to someone who can see tremendous amount of growth. Um, and then thirdly, take the risk. Um, you have to take risks. You have to be willing to look silly. You have to be willing to fuck up. You gotta be willing to fail. As long as you understand that failures are not failing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that, that's not the same thing. And so many times people want to like conserve their image or not look whatever it is, it's, it's honestly funny because musicians usually don't post on social media because they're afraid to look silly, but their whole entire music like exposes the most vulnerable parts yeah. of their life. Yeah. And like, take a risk on that. We got one life and it, it's counting down. The clock is counting down. It's never adding time. Mm. So you know what I mean? Take, yeah. take the risk. That's something, yeah. that's something you really got to remind yourself every day. It's kind of like a hard pill to swallow for people. So I know why they don't as far as like, you know, we only have so much time and everything. It's like kind of the harsh reality. It's funny though. I just posted a TikTok today and I was just saying what was on my mind. I was like, everybody's talks about, you know, waiting for their moment or whatever. And a lot of people just wait to see if someone's going to come and give them their moment or give them this opportunity. It's like, why not make the opportunity? If you can do it, why not just put in the work and make that opportunity and start getting the momentum going for yourself? And I think a lot of people kind of overlook that because they're waiting for somebody that they look up to or somebody that is, you know, they're a fan of to be like, oh, they're going to notice me. They're going to notice me. I don't Uh, sit here and do nothing and just wait for them to notice me. It's like, like we said about the powers in your hands, you got to go like we, you got to go now and start acting today and figure out like how you're going to get there and put in the work uh, to get there. And like, like for you with the app, like if you just sat around and waited for something to happen, you would not be here today. You know what I mean? Like that would not be a reality. You knew that you had to put in the work to get there and start getting the wheels going. So I think that's something people overlook. No, you're 1 million percent right. I had an artist who was like 
wanting to do a brand negotiation with Nike and Nike like said it to him best. They said, make us notice you. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not going to give you a brand partnership, but if you make us notice you, it's going to be kind of hard not to. Yeah. And that's really the mindset you have to have. Like, yeah, you're white. You're right. Like waiting for the coastline of who, of what, mm-hmm. of, of Drake, of the coals, of the dots to come down and like, say you have talent. It, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Because at some point, at one point, they were waiting for that from someone else as well. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing. It's like there are certain levels to certain things. It's like like you said about Nike. That's a billion dollar corporation. They don't have to come to anybody. They they made their own rules. They can do what they want. So it's like you really just got to do that for yourself and put in the groundwork and just uh, go. And it's it sucks because it is a misconception when artists first start out. I think they just they still have that attitude that, oh, it's just going to, someone's going to notice me and that's going to be it. And I'm just going to not have to work at all. After yeah, that. they're going to love my music and then yeah. they're just going to post it and it's going to go viral. Yeah, it's it's so silly. You're 100% right. That is the biggest misconception. And honestly, for artists in general, I think my biggest piece of advice is come into the game knowing you're a business. Mm. I don't, nobody cares about your talent at first. Like, unfortunately, Unless you are like a Whitney Houston and when words come out of your mouth, you're just like shattering glasses. But like for rappers in general, and since like R&B is getting really saturated as well, and indie rock, like all of that, the number one thing is make yourself a business, build your brand, and then you have the leverage. Then you're making people notice you exactly what we're talking about. But a lot of musicians get consumed in the creative aspect, yeah. which is we're creatives. Yeah. So of course, but the ones who are successful are the ones who can mend the best of both worlds. Definitely separates the serious players from just hobbyists and pretenders for sure. So yeah. I, it's, I'm interested to know, Abby, what do you have coming up? Maybe this summer, anything in the works? Do you have any more music? I know you just dropped a new single, so congrats on that. Yes. Uh, is there anything you. you can let us know about that we can be looking forward to? Yes, absolutely. So with music, um, what I'm doing now is I am releasing capsules, and those are going to be two two songs maximum, kind of like EPs, but each capsule is going to have its own theme. It's going to, it's, it's meant to be like a pill. Like you take a little pill capsule and it provides a feeling for you, like a specific feeling. That's exactly how I'm releasing my music. So I have upcoming in the summertime, we don't have a release date yet. Um, the glass city God capsule, which is really influenced just from Toledo, Ohio. And, um, what we do and what we don't have and you know how it built me so you can look forward to abby sarabia capsules um for creators club we are going to continue to bring in industry professionals um make that gap that bridge of artists and professionals put them in the same room so anyone who joins the club they'll be constantly updated um we're also dropping more e-courses and really just Focusing on that community aspect, um, we host weekly events in the club, like uh, songwriting events or feedback uh, circles, anything like that. So the best way to keep up with me, TikTok or Instagram, and the link in my bio. Link in my bio has everything, everything an artist could dream of. Looking forward to all of it for sure. And like I said, I got to dig into the Creators Club. Like probably tonight, I might even do it if I have time after editing the episode. 
Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll be happy to Last few questions here. These are questions I ask on every episode. Uh, the first one is, if you could go back 10 years ago, give yourself a piece of advice, or maybe not change anything at all, what do you think you would do? If I could give myself a piece of advice 10 years ago, I would say take the risk. Take the risk. Um, anything that I like thought about or didn't do or didn't pursue now in hindsight um, could have been done. Mm. And whether it was like, you know, I, I didn't know if I was going to have enough money or if I didn't like, I know this sounds silly, but a lot of those things figured themselves out when you're willing to just take the risk and you're willing to have that survival mode in you. Like, fuck it. I'm going to figure it out. Mm. Cause I know what I want. Mm. So like, listen to your gut and then take the risk on it and then figure it out. So if we flip that then and we say 10 years from now, where do you think you envision yourself in your life and your career? I envision myself being having freedom, um, helping artists and having freedom. And freedom means traveling. Freedom means um, the ability to meet people, to be able to help other people. And with my career, I really hope Creators Club is a true catalyst for musicians. And I think I would love to eventually open up a label. Um, and just like develop artists completely from start to finish. And so 10 years, 35, I think that's like, mm. that'd, be, that'd be doable. It's very yeah, much, so. it's very much in reach already. A lot of it. So yeah, 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 100%. So do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Finally, we're final words of wisdom for the listeners who are on, um, if you're a creative or a musician or an entrepreneur, which I assume that, you know, the majority of you are, reach out, ask questions, and put yourself in rooms where things are happening. There's conventions, there's all types of communities um, that are now doing like in-person things. Get yourself in supportive spaces. Um, most people become a product of their environment. So mm. look around yours and, and, and see if that's what you want or if that's what you don't. And if you don't want it, then put yourself in the environment that you do want to be in. Love it, Abby. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I wish you luck on everything you got going with the music, with the Creators Club, everything that's going to be coming up very soon. Uh, and I just thank you once again for joining me today. Uh, and I'm looking forward to hopefully doing like a part two because I, I haven't been up to Toledo yet, but I might have to make the trip eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for the questions. I really, really enjoyed all of the, the insight from you, especially, actually. You you dropped my, um, you gave me like a new branding line I think I'm going to use. That's <laughs> for artists, so glad, I appreciate it. Yeah. Glad to help. And this was, a, this was a real, like, inspiring episode. I think people are going to really enjoy it. So, yeah, thank you once cool. again. Yeah, no problem. If you come to Toledo, hit me up, man. I'm here. We can I will. go do whatever you I might want. have to hit up Defonics too and just see if he wants to oh, work or something but yeah yeah, yeah you guys for sure for sure let me know thanks guys for listening today that was episode 104 we'll be back this time next week as always hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds and feel free to leave us that five star rating if you enjoyed today's episode so we'll see you then thanks guys